Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Second Date Podcast. Why don't you go eat shit? And I'm Zancy Weber. Why can't you be normal? And I'm Sebastian. It only works if you look at me. I'm Andy Schossler. That's an understatement. I'm Alex. <laughs> that was synergetic. Well done, guys. <laughs> this week we are reviewing The Babadook, the 2014 Australian film written and directed by Jennifer Kent, starring Essie Davies, Noah Wiseman, Haley McElhenney, Daniel Henschel, Barbara West, Benjamin Winspear, Chloe Hearn, Jackie Phillips, Bridget Walters, Annie Batten, and Tony Mack. Duck, 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 that duck, cast duck. list seemed strangely long. There were like yeah. six people in the film. Yeah, yeah, everyone yeah, in the there movie, are a lot though. of bit parts that I that I read out, like the principal and. Uh, uh, oh yeah, and, of course, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's in it for five seconds. Yeah, it's just <laughs> yeah, I could have done just the four, but yeah. like, why not? Yeah. Like half these people don't have like Instagram profiles, and it's because it was made for a tiny budget in Australia. It's not using named people, so it's just kind of like, oh, give them their due now that, Good. Now yeah. that they're on this podcast. So. I will ask, do Andrew and Zane, do you guys know any of the actors from this film? Only because it is like a local production and there's a very small acting scene in Australia. No. I didn't, I didn't I recognise anybody. Wonderful. Neither did I, and it's just good because I'm not part of that scene. So it was like, <laughs> oh, this is everything is going as planned. I have no idea who these people are. To be fair, I, it, it wasn't a Queensland production. Hey, Alex, <laughs> you know how you're not a part of the Australian acting scene? Yeah. Do you happen to know any of these actors on a personal level? Oh, no. Oh, good, because I control. Now that I think <laughs> about it. included. <laughs> Sorry. Now, yeah, now that I think about it, Kim Gingell should have been the principal or had some sort of cameo or something. I don't know who that is, but oh, I'm sure they would have seven. nailed it. Noni <laughs> Hazelhurst should have been a Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, like, I've seen neighbor, their work. She's old enough now, yeah. <laughs> I've seen their work and I think they're a little bit lacking. Oh, who God. are we talking <laughs> about? <laughs> you don't know Noni Hazelhurst? No, is it Hugh Jackman? Homes and Gardens is it and Hugh, school? Is it Hugh Jackman? Yes. Oh, well, then I do know them. In a wig. Oh, then I don't know them. <laughs> well, wait, wait, is it still actually Hugh Jackman in a wig? No. Then I don't know them. Zane, I only know Hugh Jackman. He's the only Australian actor that's worth of note. Except for maybe Russell Crowe, who's debatably Kiwi. And by debatably, I mean definitely Kiwi. What about Chris Hemsworth? <laughs> oh, yeah, but he's, he's fucking... Or his brother. David. The other Hemsworth. Or I'm so disappointed in both of you. What about... Um, hey, what's an obscure... Re- Liam and Woodley. A uh, little reference to the last episode where we mentioned yeah. those small, definitely not oh. known beyond the borders of this country, Australian comedians. <laughs> Can I tell you what I love about Jennifer Kent and by extension the Babadook. Is she the sure. lead actress? No, she's the writer director. Oh, like I said in the intro. Oh, okay, yeah. I wasn't listening. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, she currently holds the rights to the film because it was a, an independent production and it didn't wasn't really commercially successful here until it, unfortunately, yeah. Until it uh kind of 
hit as much as it did at Sundance and then it got a bit of a cult following and led on from there on DVD and streaming services. So when she was asked if there would be a sequel, she said, and I quote, I will never allow any sequel to be made. It's not that kind of film. I don't care how much I'm offered. It's just not going to happen. Right on. Three bad movies from now, Mm. that will change. (laughs) (laughs) See, I don't think it will. I think if it was going to happen, it would have happened. People are scum. People are susceptible to lots of money and influences can be changed and she is not above this. And I quote, (laughs) I will never allow any sequel to be made. It's not that kind of film. I don't care how much I'm offered. (laughs) She'll die. Someone will inherit her estate and they will sell the rights. (laughs) It will happen. It's a a very well-contained story. It has a definite major open ending though that could easily... Move on. Yeah, it's spoiler an- alert. It's like if you kept Michael Myers, the murderer, in your shed at the end of Halloween series. Uh, like, I'll feed you, mate. It's that fine. all depends on what you think the Bumbadook is. Yes, that, that's true. And I get, we'll get and into that again. And it's open ended in the same way that Shaun of the Dead is open ended, where uh, Necross's character is still a zombie, very much alive at the end of it. Yeah. And just carrying on you know, playing video games and occasionally eating Sean's arm when it comes into proximity. The difference is Nick Frost is quite a lovable human being. Well, actually, no, I hear he's a bit of a dick, but a lovable character. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) But it's not, um, like, it's not open-ended in the the sense that there's another story that could be told out of it. It just finishes with, you know, everything resolved and everybody just continuing on in their way. Although I will say, they move house. And uh, now it's a sequel because someone else has to deal with the monster in the basement. Unless Which, it comes with them. What Australian house has a fucking basement? Eh, I've that's the most unrealistic thing in this film. Eh. There, there are houses in Australia. I've never seen a, a house with a basement or an attic in this How country. many houses have you seen in like Australia? Like four, maybe six, somewhere in the, maybe five to average it out, but <laughs> close. <laughs> Like most buildings, like office buildings only have like one basement level car park. Like that's that's extreme, man. I can't believe a house has that. Have you ever tried to dig in Australia? There's gold the, everywhere. The <laughs> gold <laughs> oil. It's too risky. And then the paperwork you have to deal with that. Oh my God. I don't dig a hole and then get taxed. <laughs> what is this? So a $2 million budget. Pretty cheap film. Well, 2.5, I think. It shows. 2.5. 2.5. And it had, a, it had a Kickstarter, which didn't raise that much money. 35,000. Yeah, and but that, had, that mostly went to the art department yeah. for design and, and dressing. And speaking of it, they actually printed 9,500 of the Babadook uh, pop-up mm. books. Why? To sell? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, yeah. I was like, because there's like three scenes. Like, yeah, we need a stunt book and a real book and then like a replacement <laughs> book. And this is like when that books work too much. It's like a child. Like you have to have twins because they can't work more than like two hours at a time. Do you know what Babadook means? Apparently in Hebrew, he is coming for sure or something. He is coming for sure. Mm. Okay. Mm. So it doesn't mean man with cat. It does not mean man with cat. Babadook, dook, dook. I mean, Okay. We can, you'll get the metaphor in this movie, right? Yeah, absolutely. This is a yeah, rape story. Like chlamydia. Right? <laughs> Why did you take it there, though? Um, Why couldn't you make a non-rape joke? Okay, okay, let's retake that. Can you just ask the question again and you do your reaction? And <laughs> we I all get the metaphor in this movie, right? I got a metaphor. I'm hoping it's the same one, but <laughs> maybe not. Bruce Willis was dead the entire time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a metaphor. <laughs> yep. It. It's a metaphor. 
What's a metaphor? I don't know. Uh, it's for... <laughs> it's for... Canon. There we go. <laughs> right? That's There's, not canon. No, the last not. bit of trivia that I have is that it was mistakenly labelled um, as an LGBT film on yeah. Netflix when it was released and was memed very quickly <laughs> yeah. after that. Because are, of the... There are some... Uh, G- Google it. Babadook gay icon. <laughs> I'm on it. <laughs> yeah. Can I just say I'm going to plug another podcast called And Then They Fuck. There is we have yet to do one, but we have some planned some very interesting Babadook and it. Ooh. Oh. This is flash fiction. <laughs> this is fantastic. <laughs> not not your podcast, sorry. Um, <laughs> no, no, no worry, yours isn't either. No, no, no <laughs> thank you. Um, no, I'm looking, I googled Bubba Gay Icon and yeah. he's wearing this amazing pair of flamingo glasses yeah. and it looks like Dame Edna. <laughs> but like, it just looks like normal Dame Edna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With a hat. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. Thank you for that. Oh, you're oh, welcome. Um, everyone at home or on trains or wherever you are. It's the first Google, Google image it. that comes up to <laughs> yeah. It's great. Um, the metaphor I'm, I'm assuming you're talking about is grief and loss. It was just the story about losing the Mental husband. Mental illness. In yeah. general? Yeah. yeah. Depression and schizophrenia. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Um, because like oh, it, so it, 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 it only gets more powerful <laughs> until she acknowledges it and then she acknowledges it and treats it. It's controllable. Yep. Yeah. So okay. that that's the whole thing. And the son is aware of it, but she is denying it. And that's the 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 metaphor of the overarching metaphor of the movie. We'll get into this the discussion of it in the little bit, but just face value, do you guys read this movie absolutely like it was all in her head or there was a creature? Or both? There's no creature. Uh, the only creature is that um, the son sees her becoming this monster and he refuses to treat them as the same person. Yeah. Like he loves his mother, but when she's being terrifying and out of her mind, that's the Babadook taking over. Okay. So there's no actual yeah. monster. Yeah. It's hallucination. Yeah. Do you read the same way, Alex? Sure. Okay. I just, I just thought I'd check before we got into that because I was curious because, or well, I'll get into what I saw as well when we get to the part. Yeah. Any more trivs? Because I got some good trivia, which I'm very <laughs> upset. <laughs> uh, so this film was probably filmed in Australia, but uh, now that I know that it was, uh, let me try again. This film was probably not filmed in South Africa. There we go. Nailed it. Oh, good. Proud, uh, proud I just assumed it was set in Australia but filmed overseas because it was competently shot. So, my bad. Sam, you're an awful person. Throwing stones. Throwing what? stones. Why? <laughs> uh, what just... is it about Australian films that you dislike so much? Have you seen Cracker Jack? I love Cracker Jack. Yeah. It's a very, fantastic film. very funny film. <laughs> but some of the cinematography. What's wrong with it? <laughs> it's Australian. <laughs> What's wrong with that? No, Nothing. I'm, I'm paying a compliment saying this film was better shot than most local productions are to the point that I thought it wasn't local. Like That's a compliment. I'm, I'm sorry. I genuinely don't understand what you mean because Australian as an adjective, I don't, I don't understand. I, I associate Australian film with... The horrible and cheap. Okay, so Why? the white because people, the majority of it is. The white people we, we came never get big budgets. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, never get, we never get big budgets, <laughs> yeah. but nobody, no filmmaker in Australia is incompetent. Oh, I didn't say they're incompetent. Mm. 
It just looks like no, no. Robocop. They're not incompetent. They make they make yeah. good looking fi- like as, mm. as as fine a film as you as, as any other independent film would have. I always feel like when I'm watching Australian films, Link. I'm watching films that are maybe 10, 15 years older than they actually are. Like I feel like most of our films are very well shot for a film from the early two thousands or early late nineties because it always feels like budget wise and like, just what we're seeing yeah. on screen that we are set back a couple well, of years. They tend to be fairly tame stories. Yeah, you know, you, Australian films generally don't have the, the the budget for huge action things, which is fine. They, yeah, but instead they do this thing where they uh, actually write a good story and <laughs> and, and, and tell something bad. very in. Um, in although depth. I will say, unfortunately, a lot of the um we spoke we've had Shane Anderson from uh, Mighty Motion Picture Rangers on here before, and I had a chat with him, and it's one of the things I had to cover in film school as well. A lot of the times when the Australian government will actually give funding to help films well, get screen, made. Screen Australia. Yeah, Screen Australia. They'll, there are a lot of like write-ins that they'll give you. Like, yep, cool, yeah, that's course. great, but this yeah. you need to have something to do with Australian iconography here or you need to touch on Indigenous issues here. They'll, I, they'll implement yeah. government mandates on you must touch on these topics, which is – Great if everything's an education piece. <laughs> Terrible when the story has absolutely nothing to do with Indigenous rights, for example, and now it has everything to do with it. Like you're, they've shoehorned in. That's the cost of making a film sometime. If you're going to take somebody's money and they have conditions on it. But it's the same that's, condition. That's the, them's the breaks. My, but my issue is if it's the same condition and you're saying every single film in Australia must include the colour red 90% of the time, but every film no, in Australia only, will be the same. Only films funded in this particular way. Yes. You can make. I mean, uh, privately funded. Yeah. That's, it, that's it's not that's not Australia specific. That's yeah, across oh, know, the board. Yeah. But, yeah, like if you go to Germany, you've got to have a sex scene, <laughs> and it has to involve someone taking a shit on someone's yeah, chest. Yeah. It's, it's we didn't Cleveland, want this here. Shall we move the president of Germany movie, baby? Please. <laughs> I had the sixth sense, and Insidious. Mm. Mm, I can see that. Okay. Yeah, I'm not going to explain it. <laughs> just take my bit. <laughs> this yeah. is this is uh, the Good Son and the Grudge mixed yeah. together. Yeah. yeah. I, that. Uh, I had the Ring and Hereditary. Yeah. yeah. The the Ring was one of mine yeah. as, as well. So, um, gonna watch Hereditary. Go and watch Hereditary. If you haven't watched it, it's definitely going to be on my top ten list this year. There is not going to be ten better movies released this year than <laughs> yeah. Hereditary. All right. Um, yeah, it's my at the moment it's my current pick for best film of the year. Um, but yeah, so it, it whoa, whoa, is. Whoa, 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 whoa! Are you writing out the the Aquaman movie coming out in December as a not contender for best movie of the year? Yes. <laughs> whoa! Can we just can? We, wow! I didn't expect such a hot take on this episode. I'm in fact I'm already has it penciled in for the worst film of the year. Second worst. Did didn't Justice League come out this year? Did it? <laughs> It feels like it was this year. Oh, I've penciled there's two in. a year. I don't think I'll, yeah. I've got them written next to each other. I'll cross out one of them. Was it Wonder Woman this year? No, Wonder Woman was last year. I think, oh, or maybe it wasn't. No, it was good because Wonder, Wonder Woman came good. out and I then just can't remember. Wonder Woman came out and then Justice League came out. Mm. So Justice League was the latest. They could have both been this year at least. I think Wonder Woman was last year. Nah. The Ring, The Ring, and Hereditary. <laughs> Watch Hereditary, not Justice League. Mm. In a textbook Sebastian move, I have six movie babies. Um, Why? This is a really simple movie. Yeah, and I think I nailed it. This film is Home Alone mixed with Nightmare on Elm Street 2, mixed with The Omen, mixed with The Others, mixed with, thank you, Alex, 
for agreeing with me on The Sixth Sense mixed with Shutter Island. So Seb, what you're saying is this film is a horror movie? No. Seb, 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 I will ah. only accept that answer if you show you're working. That is where the points okay, are. Well, thank you. Please show your work. I would love I do these outlandish things so I get more mic time. So thank you. The sixth sense for the child setting a ridiculous traps to take down the crazy adult um, towards the end of the what? movie. He has like a That's fucking- That's Home Alone. This, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. That's why I said Home Alone. Sorry, I read the sixth sense. Home Alone, Home Alone, Home Alone, Home Alone. You know like that scene where he captures Bruce Willis in the ghost trap from Ghostbusters? Right, yeah. No, sorry. Home Alone. Socks in his mouth and tries to- Yeah, yeah go sorry. on, sorry. Home Alone for those reasons. Nightmare on Elm Street 2, because that's the one where Freddy Krueger try takes over the body of a kid okay. who's and it's like a it's like a puberty story okay. of him taking over the kid's body and trying to bring himself into the real world through the kid. Mm-hmm. Um the, the gay one. Also <laughs> he, was. he he has the best sc- like lady scream in the franchise. Nobody was gay in the 80s, Seb. Well, they tried. <laughs> he tried. It was all subtext. And text in some points too, I will say. <laughs> um, the Omen, because we have the creepy as fuck little kid. I I was struggling okay, to find a little right. kid that was as creepy as that kid. The cousin? Um, the, the no, the main, the boy. He wasn't creepy. It was pretty creepy. I found him really creepy in the first bit of the movie. Mm. Um, I found him annoying as fuck. Oh, he got, no, don't, he got there in the last half. Um, The others, the Nicole Kidman one about her yes. going crazy. Well, she was actually, I mean- you know, she was a ghost in the end, whatever, but like the whole being crazy and kind of caring mm-hmm. for the child thing. Um, Shutter Island for the misreading of reality of what's actually going on. Are you on. amending your list as you explain no. it? They were all on there. Yeah. <laughs> I had six movies. Okay, okay all right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Shutter Island. Yeah. More mic time, Andy. Yeah, yeah, of course. Of that's course. the goal here. <laughs> yeah. And... Um, the Sixth Sense for the whole, like, it's all in one character's head bit, which also kind of ties into Shutter Island, but there was more of a supernatural theme here because there was literally a scene where a child was being dragged away by a ghost, kind of. Okay. Like, well. We have to talk ah, about that scene too, so I'm interested yes, to chat about that. But yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, dealing with the external presences there. So yeah, working shown. Uh, a plus. <laughs> a plus teacher, sir. I will, have a, I will have a credit on my grade. Thank you. That's how school works. <laughs> Um, before we go on, I just I, I forgot to mention the designer behind the book. Um, now Andy will probably be able to help me with the Polish last name. Oh no, I got this. It's Alec Juhash. Oh, Juhash. Juhash. I fucking I was joking. I don't know. It's a bit for <laughs> my time. J U H A S N. Juhash. Juhash. Yep. Yo, so, yeah. Yo, Juhash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really didn't fucking know that. I'm embarrassing. <laughs> 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 I'd hate to be Zane right now. Oh my god! Um, How can you show yourself in public with that pronunciation? <laughs> but he he's gone on to do the Little Prince as well, which is oh, okay. yeah, a uh, really interestingly animated thing. Mm. It was good. We... It had a very uh, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas kind of feel to the yes. to the artwork. It was yeah. very good. The kind of like. I guess we'll say Tim Burton without yeah. the endearingness. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, if it's just all creep, mm. yeah, and good creep. Okay, wait, guys, I have a, I've, I've, a, I've got, I know we're trying to get on point, but I would like to talk to you about another movie really quickly. Is a movie? Have you guys seen the movie You're Next? No. Horror movie. People are out in the cabin. A couple of guys in masks rock up and start murdering them. It's okay. very generic. 
but one of the actresses, like the final girl in that thing, turns out she had like a bunch of like military training and she goes full home alone on these fuckers. Oh, okay. And in the end, when you refer to the kill count of the film, she ends up killing more people than the bad guys in this movie. All right. And it is amazing. So, so, like, so just, she's killing her friends? Um, spoiler alert, some of her friends got the killers to come there to kill ah. their friends for some reasons. So I think I've seen it a long time. It's really fun, but it, like, oh, it, it, there's a lot of like really decent kills in it, but it's just more so that she just like, yeah, just goes fucking bananas and setting traps and stuff around the house. And it's a horror movie, which is hard for me to say, go watch it because it's fun, but it was really fun. Tweet Nopsy slash plot sweets. Yeah. I had <laughs> money can buy happiness. Hashtag sedate and sleep late. Mm. <laughs> Please. Who knew having a house filled with cloaked mannequins would be such a bad idea? <laughs> hey, Alex, what was the literal plot of this movie, please? Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Lady and son read a book and then the thing starts haunting them and the mother is fucked up and not sleeping and shit and keeps seeing things. Yep. Yeah. I'm glad someone finally pointed out how creepy children's books can be. (laughs) Yeah. Because, like, I don't know about you, but, like, children's programming is weird. I don't watch it. Like, Mm. it's... I don't... I don't remember buying into it as a child. Like, because I guess, like, the weirdest thing we had was, like, Noddy. Yeah. But Noddy's just a puppet kind of thing. So that's not yeah. too bad. I mean, I mean, Mr. But now Squiggle. you've got... Whoa, Mr. Squiggle. <laughs> you got How'd like, that fucker get down from the moon? How did he get down from the moon? How did he get back up is what I want to know. He had a rocket. Yeah. I think I think children's stories are creepy when you revisit them as an adult because the naivety is gone mm. uh, and, you're, and you're used to being told and understanding very complex stories that when you have something simple, you can't help but... Layer on everything that you're used to. The Teletubbies have televisions <laughs> inside their stomachs. So yeah, which is a funny idea for a kid, and you see that as not as, as an adult, and you try and understand how on earth that, that came to be and what's the meaning. And demented cyborgs <laughs> are they? <laughs> There's anyway, this weird sleep. fucking English children's TV show with this blue puppet creature that looks like a blue burn victim. Right. Um, yeah, I will come yeah. back to you guys. I just want to like I'm going to implant that thought, and I'm going to have to find this thing's I name. Know, I think I know exactly what you're talking. Yeah, about. it's weird looking. It looks yeah. anyway. Yeah, and it's the kind of thing you look at. And you're like, I don't know at any level a kid could find that appealing because it. This isn't me looking at it as an adult saying it's creepy. It's just a weird yeah. ass design. So good what, or bad. What about have you ever ever felt like this? One strange Ram the twist happen. Yeah, that's that's yeah. pretty good show. Also yeah. Australian, very good. Also Check it out. I think it's on Netflix. Yeah. Doesn't hold up. One of them, though. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I tried watching it, and it, yeah, it's not good. They're fine. Sorry, good yeah. or bad? Babadook. Good. Good, 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 good. We'll start with a good. Okay, I have one point. <laughs> <laughs> are we are we going to meet with a lot of resistance here? Possibly. <laughs> I liked when the credits started Aww. because it meant it was over. Oh, <laughs> no. You know you're having a good time when the best part of the movie is turning off the TV. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I, uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Um, Please feel free to convince me otherwise. <laughs> the design, the design of this film is great. Yeah. I think I think it's it's not 
It's not something we haven't seen before, but it takes what we've seen before and twists it in a way that it's almost like claymation-y sort mm-hmm. of, um, like I don't know whether they changed the frame rate or something when they actually filmed it, but some of the sequences feel, feel like extra jerky, okay. I want to say, and and that combined with like the very desaturated um uh, coloring. Not only is everything in the house grey, like there's mm. no colour in the house, even her uh, nurses or carers' uh, yes, uniform yeah. is a very, very pale pink. Yeah, and I think, I think the design is what pulled this film out of obscurity mm. um, and really kind of set it apart because, again, the story is, is, is not bad, but it's, it's not... It's a great story. It's not something that hasn't been explored before it has no. isn't it's not truly original i think it's the design paired with that story yeah. um that brings it out because again i think the performances while perfectly fine are not academy award winning level um but again horror movie again australian using actors that aren't uh, that don't do feature films all the time. You don't have to win awards to put on a good performance. Exactly right. Yeah. Well, I, and this just mean like I don't think they're world-class level performances, right. but they're perfectly good for this film. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think for such a contained story, it is it, it edits very well. Like yeah. it doesn't add a whole bunch of erroneous things in there. Everything that is on screen moves towards telling the story. And it's focused. It's Very mother and focused. son for almost the yeah. whole the whole film, mm. and every every outside influence is just the um, spilling of of mm. uh, their story into the into the outside world with the the principal, and then the and then the uh, care workers coming in, and the neighbor. You know, yeah. this film does do a fantastic job of building up that tension. Mm. Um, yeah, shot wise, pretty solid. I brought up the movie The Others during my movie babies, and I think even the shot styles, <laughs> it's very similar to that. Like I felt like they were possibly, you know, done by the same person. Yeah, they weren't possibly, yeah. just by the way it looked. Um, so yeah, visually, I don't really have a problem. I'm a, no, that's a lie. I have a huge problem visually, but we'll get there. <laughs> um, but the way that this film was shot was, yeah, very solid. And it was like for a child actor, even though I wanted to punch him in the face every 10 seconds, I'm pretty sure I was meant to, so good job. But- <laughs> Yeah. Or, or so, mommy, uh, mommy, uh, mom. Yeah. Mommy. Yeah. Mommy. Fuck off. No, that, but it's yeah. supposed to be yeah. annoying. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, it just. So, uh, it's, since since I'm alone here, in in the in in the good camp, let me just say I. Uh, uh, sorry, not alone, but uh, you know I'm really fighting with with the, the both of you. Well, I think here, just complimented, so I just complimented the movie. Yeah, it was a mass compliment. It too. Look, no, no, no. It's really later on, nice. we'll be the. <laughs> okay, as as the story is being told. Right, you're seeing it. You're seeing it from uh, Amelia, the mother's perspective, first of all, where all you see is um, her taking a hit with the son and work, and everything around her life is just awful. You know, the son is annoying. You never see him smiling or doing anything pleasant. It's always a problem. Every time she interacts with him, all she sees are the problems and the and the and the and the bits that she that she hates. <clears throat> then she gets the uh, the um, she v- visits with the doctor, gets the sedative for for the child, and starts to say, you know, maybe he needs some some treatment or or whatever. 
then I think the the movie switches and you start seeing it from his perspective, mm. because all of a sudden he's calm, he's he's fine, he's just he's just a normal kid. He's confused about some things, and all you see is the monster in her coming out, and mm. she's up and down. She's no longer you know flat and 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 just tired all the time. She she starts being angry and violent all the time. So it's it's her going through the depression of losing losing her her husband and also having to deal with a kid on her own possibly also having some undiagnosed schizophrenia and it's just getting worse it's just getting worse mm. so mm. Uh, some of the shots were like uh, towards towards the end of the film where you see the the kid being dragged up the stairs she she sees that right i took that as um, the story towards the end flips back to being narrated from her, but now she can see the effects that she's she's yeah. having. You know, you see it as the kid being dragged up by nothing, but that's what you know. She's all of a sudden she's seeing, she's dragging seeing the kid the, up. Yeah. yeah, she's seeing yeah. the kid be, and and seeing the kid being thrown about the room. You know, she's starting to notice that that uh, these things are happening. The kid is genuinely being beat up and, if, and, and terrified. If I could borrow a term from last week's film, Get Out, it's like she's in the sunken place watching herself yeah, externally. Yeah, 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 exactly right. And all of a sudden she realises something something is wrong here. It's mm. not, you know, it, there's, there, there's a monster that I have to deal with and she builds up the courage to finally do something about it. You don't see her going to get help, but that's, that's what's implied. Yeah. Also, whenever she sees um, the father... As a sort of ghostly hallucination, is that is that her thinking about suicide? You know, come come join me, see I think, see me. I think it could definitely be read as that, and I yeah. think that's that's why she see. Well, that's why it's when she gets shown the visions, she's shown uh, killing the child and then killing herself. Yeah, like that's that's kind of that thought process is like to go go back to her husband. She can't leave the child there, so she's going to kill him, kill e- her. Exactly. And everything will be fine again. There won't be any more problems. <laughs> and like, and yeah, she does she, manage to kill the dog. <laughs> after she does have that chat with the dad towards the, one of the chats towards the dad at the very end and she's having like that, after the neighbor knocks on the door in the middle of the night and that, yeah. that calm down sort of moment where she's, you know, all kind of apologizing to her son and then starts talking about how he's going to meet the father. Mm-hmm. So I, I did take it like it was definitely a, Suicide thing for yeah, her. Yeah, it was okay. A okay. direct link between that and killing the child, like within the scene. But yeah, I loved all the bits where she's reading the book. Every time she got the book out, and there was a there was a new little. I got chills. Mm. The book was well. I run. really did. Yeah, like yeah, it, yeah, yeah. And the way it's shot, the way it's the way it's presented, I really like mm. those moments. Yeah, as as far as like horror movie props go, yeah. the book is an amazing one. Mm. Um, like you've got the famous ones like the the mask in Texas Chainsaw Massacre and you've you've got well I guess the, again the mask in uh <laughs> Jason and the Jason movies and yeah and the Halloween as well with the Halloween yeah. the doll in Saw yeah yeah the doll oh, in Chucky and yeah. <laughs> Chucky yeah. the doll in uh Conjuring Annabelle yeah Annabelle, yeah, Annabelle. Uh, all all of those things. I think this book mm. definitely deserves a part in that yeah I'll, I'll, I'll pay that yeah the book yeah. was done really well i'm normally very passive when i watch films on my own uh but i have written in my notes the moments where my jaw dropped i found i found myself with, <laughs> with, with my with my with my mouth open and that was when she pulled a knife and went yeah. crazy and cut and cut the phone line just oh, i wasn't expecting that that's mm. completely out of it uh and the second one when she said um 
when she says to the boy, I want you to meet your dad. Yeah. And you fucking, she's going to kill him. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. Really well done. Really creepy in a, in a subtle way that anybody who wasn't paying attention to the film, mm. you know, wouldn't necessarily pick up. How long ago did the husband die? Five years. Because he is the, on, the, I mean, he, it's he the age of the boy. Yep. Driving her to yeah. the hospital to give birth. So as old as that kid is. Yeah. Yes. Only Six because he them. is quite young and attractive and she is like 50 years his senior. No. That's a huge no, age. She's tired. She's sleep deprived. Yeah. Like everything, every single episode of, um, of, of what she sees in the boy and, uh, and all that in, in, in the first part of the film can be explained away simply through sleep deprivation. Yep. That's it. She, I mean, she starts hallucinating. She starts seeing all sorts of weird crap just because she's so out of it. Okay. Shall we talk about the bad, Alex? <laughs> I also have some bad. I have bad as well. I, like al- I also have <laughs> other negatives. <laughs> I just wish the budget was bigger. Like, I know that's a really petty thing to to wish upon a movie. No, that, that's, that can be said for most Australian movies. Like, but I just wish they had more money. Yeah. And What do you think would have changed? Uh, the sets, possibly. Like, it, it, it I mean, felt like a fake house to me the okay. entire time. I didn't, I didn't buy it. Um, oh, and really? The, in the old folks' no, I actually home. thought it felt like a spaced out area. I don't know. That's weird. I, d- uh, I didn't catch me as the house being the problem. But yeah, okay. And like the, the outside scenes, it, it all just it felt cheaply done, which it, wa- it was. But I don't know. I, I like. See, the- I think more, more budget would have gone to more actors okay um i yeah, think having or, having yeah. a few outside more outside perspectives on what's happening would have uh would have elevated the story a, a bit more so i i i liked it from the perspective that if she was a, a single mother going through this terrible time yeah. and trying to manipulate her boy into you know behaving if, if she yeah, is genuinely yeah. trying that that you would keep that shut off from the outside world so the oh, fact that you I, only absolutely. see them is but i think so uh, the, I, to use Seb's example, the others, um, the way that that story develops is by adding more and more perspectives to what's going on. And you were saying that it starts out um, from her perspective yeah. and then it go, switches to him and then it switches back to her. I think if it went from her perspective to his perspective, to an outsider's perspective, ah, okay. I think that okay. would have been a a, a more... I guess a more full, a fuller story. That's why um, the social workers, I think, should have had maybe just a slightly expanded role, mm-hmm. just so maybe they could have had a couple of sessions with the child, just so we have like a person inside the house mm-hmm. with that other POV kind of going mm-hmm. through. And like it was kind of written in there, like with the not seeing the hole in the wall where the cockroaches and shit were coming out of behind the fridge. So like we did kind of have the outside people coming in, not reading the same situation, but maybe just a couple more to hammer at home. Yeah. yeah, I think like this is it's very close to a a great movie, but for me, like it's just kind of just on the lower end of that. Okay, it just does like I love it. I think it's a it's a great movie, and I think it's a really important message, and I think it's a really interesting way of delivering that message and presenting it. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, like I just the, it it does. I can't point out. I can't figure out whether it needs like to be. Because it is already a very tight story, mm. um, so I can only imagine that to 
make it better, you needed to add a, like a couple garnishes or something right. to make it a bit heftier. I think I think a bigger budget would have spoiled it. Would have made it too. Would have you know it, th- that any addition would have just been garnish and not it could that not, could and, definitely and not be anything the case as well. serious. Yeah, I have two complaints. I want to fire off real quick. <laughs> um, I hate horror movies. One, yeah, yep. yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> but they had this amazing tension build up with all the scenes where the mother was actually seeing the Babadook and all that. All really well done. But they went with a certain effect on it where it was moving around like Danny a Looney Tunes character. <laughs> yeah. um, it looked, it did physically look great. And we have scenes where it's kind of like coming out of the shadows, sliding on the ground. That's fine. Yeah. But it did this thing where it would like move in fast forward and kind of, I want to say in a stop motion sort of way, but in a bad stop motion sort of way yeah. where there were these scenes that were ripe for a scare. And they were just wasted, and it was every goddamn time they had all this tension building up, and then they just blew their load too early, and it was bad. No, I applaud this film for not succumbing to an easy jump scare. No, no I want jump scares. I just want the thing. Like, I'm happy for it to be in the room with her and doing like creep up to her and all that. That's fine. But then they elect it's to go real. for real. Like, it's not really know, but there. It looks bad. It's her being terrified by what, you know trying to understand that there's something wrong with with her. Yeah. And and not knowing how to deal with it, not knowing what it is. Well, can't she have a better animated mental illness or something? Because it just yeah, it was just the way That's they not did. The point. But I'm just saying, visually, they dropped the ball and they had it working so well. I didn't need anything no, special. They had a good idea and they, they didn't fucked have it off. enough money for a better ball. Well, the, but they had it like they had scenes where it was like coming out of the shadows, nice and slow, and it looked great. The actual design of the creature was fine. It's just whenever it does anything, quote like quickly. Yeah. It, they fucked it every time. And it's like, you look at this effect and you're like, hey, this isn't working. Should we do something else? No, let's do it four more times. Look, I like that's it, a mistake. I thought of it in the sense of a dream where it, it it's not locked in, it's not locked in place. It's not anything specific, right? It's it's just it's just vague. It's just terrifying. Okay. Final judgment. No, 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 no. Bumble bling. Oh my god, we'll I'll hurry quite, up. I was trying to, but people wanted to argue. No. Um Okay, beginning of this film, when the kid first gets the book read and he's talking about it. So he they read the book, they, we cut to the next day and he's at a party with some relatives, whatever. And his auntie, so the, the sister of the mother, tells off the mum because her kid's stupid and crazy and needs to be committed because he keeps talking about the Babadook. Mm-hmm. It's been one day of talking about the Babadook and everyone is jumping on board the everything's insane thing. I think this movie moved too quickly. Like it, for me, it wasn't like, Wow, it's been a week and this kid's still talking. This is the first time. This is the first scene since the kid has read the book and he's talking about it. And they're already talking about him like he's fucking insane. I just think it was too much too quickly because the movie's in like, what, 90 minutes long? Australian Australian storytelling tends to be a kind of drop into a real situation. So there's not a lot of there's not a lot of setup. You know, you you just assume that there is a backstory in, yeah. in this world, and it comes out in the storytelling. So we don't know if this is the first time. It's and it's probably not the first time yep. that he said something crazy. This is just the last straw. I know, but jump. I know, this is, I, I, this just, is. It felt like to me they had they had a destination in mind, and they obviously trying to get there as quickly as possible. Which normally I would applaud. Get yeah. there as fast as you can. But when you're trying to play off that this kid has been a problem child and he's being crazy. 
I need I need the six year old boy to have an imaginary friend for more than two minutes because like <laughs> that's why I'm like everyone is acting like he's a fucking serial killer. He's a little boy with an imaginary friend and he's talking about it for two minutes. Why is he insane? But again, we're seeing that through her perspective. Yes. So. Yeah. So right. that was why I was like, for me, the drama kind of dropped out. I was like, well, I don't know what you're trying Alex. to do here. Yeah. Sorry, I've got to. Uh, I've got to go. Um, is it because you're a terrible person? Pretty much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Final verdict? Final verdict is I'd say do watch it. I probably won't watch it again, but I think what if you haven't seen it, do watch it. That's <laughs> that's what I'll go with. Yep. <laughs> and yeah, I thought it was fantastic. If that isn't clear already, it was a fantastic film. I will enjoy watching this again and seeing all the levels um, again being being – developed and exposed. Yeah, uh, there's some really nice shots in it. It's very well presented except for the Babadook itself, which is a bit of a letdown because they nail it in so many other scenes. Like it's, <laughs> it's just like it's so inconsistent in that regard. But there is some cool storytelling going on here. And top of my head, thinking of stories that are tackling things like mental illness, this is one of the more, I guess, for lack of a better term, entertaining ways of doing this. But I don't know. Like it was good. It's good in parts, but bad in others. And for me, that inconsistent level is hard to give it my my full backing. But like what Alex said, it's worth a view. But honestly, I don't think many people are going to view it, watch it, and then think, "Oh hell yeah, can't <laughs> wait for round two. It but made, it's it's also ninety minutes long. So fuck you, watch it. It doesn't take that long. It made me think. Not not many films do that, mm. and it, and it really got me got me thinking. I kept taking notes. As as everything on on screen happened, because mm. I couldn't stop. But oh, this is this is has that meaning. This is this is what that means. Yeah. That's that's what they're trying to say there, and and, and I couldn't stop. I loved it. Yeah. Oh, performances were great too. It is worth saying again. Like the two leads, fantastic. I wanted to slap them both, but I was meant to, so they <laughs> nailed it. So yeah, on them, good job. For me, it is a yes. I really liked this movie when it came out, and I recommended it to a lot of people. That's why I put it on this list. Uh, but now Hereditary exists. <laughs> and I think Hereditary, while it is... Her, I, I, mm, Hereditary is like the first two acts are very similar in tone and content to The Babadook. The third act takes it to an entirely different place. Okay. Um, so I, I, I do think that Hereditary borrowed a lot from... The Babadook. Why are we reviewing that in this hereditary? Yeah, in this because sequence. it had not been released or even previewed when we made this list. We can cancel some other shitty movie and do a good one. <laughs> well, we don't have any other bad movies on our horror list because we're moving on to found footage movies. Yay. Oh yeah, yeah, that reminds me. Yeah, so we are starting with was it Paranormal Activity? Oh, we still got to do get the get the right the, let, let the let, right one out. Yeah, that's next week, I think. Yes. And then we go Paranormal Activity. Which kicks off the found footage thing. Found footage. So we're doing like what Blair Witch Chronicle and some other ones. Creep. Creep. Is that found footage? Is it? It is. I can't wait. <laughs> this is my I can't wait for. I hate that you paired it up across from horror. So I have to go from so horror into mostly horror. horror. That's the problem. Yeah. Like we've got what Chronicle, which is a superhero film, and then and the troll- rest are horror. No, we've got Troll Hunters. That's a horror. Uh, they're literally giant yeah, creatures right. that eat people and step on them. So Good. sounds so kitschy. <laughs> it, it, if I might, I meant I, I can't believe I forgot this. It was it was in my notes. I didn't mention it. Um, I was disappointed that when when the bubble collapses at the end, when it's just rags that kind mm. of falls to the floor, when Amelia goes over to inspect it, 
when she lifts up the hat that it's not a mirror and she sees herself. Mm. I was expecting that scene. I don't think it's it's um, any worse for not having that, but I kind of got disappointed that they didn't make that obvious step. Maybe, maybe that would have made it too obvious. I but think, it is a nice I think image. the reason they didn't do it is because uh, I guess <laughs> it's because she's still not treating the problem. Right. Like the problem still exists. It's still there. It's just under control. Yeah. Uh, where I think that like actually realizing that this is physically her and she's been hallucinating this whole time, I think that implies a cure. Okay. Um, and I think that's not what they were going for. So the worms are a cure. Yeah, the only thing that tripped me up yeah. is why 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 is she feeding it worms? What yeah, on earth does that mean? Yeah, but no, I was going to give it a googs to see if anyone's had a theory, <laughs> but I have not done it yet. Like I, I, I couldn't think of an answer as to why worms would feed this. The monster. reason I thought was because it is a childish, a childish sort of thing to feed. Oh, okay, yeah, feed a monster. Okay, and like it's it's in cooperation with her son that she's they've negotiated this right this treaty with the monster. Okay, like if she was feeding it. Maggots or something, yeah. Okay, because you know, maggots could be mistaken for pills and things yeah, like that. Like, yeah. I would get that, but it's but it's worms. It's I, worms. I think it just and, implies because they have to go out hunting the worms. It implies some sort of effort. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. And it's something you'd rather forget and yes, just yeah. dispose of uh, in the not, first place. Not particularly. All right. Pleasant. Okay. Um. So yeah, it is a second take from me. I have watched this a number of times. I don't have have the urge to watch a lot because it's 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 not a comfortable movie to watch. It's not. That, no. It's very effective in creeping. But me it out. is <laughs> like, like you said. It was. It's a very tight and focused movie, yeah. and that's something I do appreciate. Um. So yeah, I think I I'm going to put um into our death match against. Uh, Missy Armitage. Yes. Um, the hypnotist uh, psychologist from Get Out. I'm going I'm to put Essie Davis. Okay. Two crazy mothers. Two crazy mothers. The one that can summon a demon is probably going to win. Before or after treatment? Um, let's say middle of the movie. Let's okay. Say, so okay, so when pre dog kill or post dog kill? When things are escalating. Yeah. She she may not be susceptible to the hypnosis if she's not completely conscious. You know what I'm saying? Or she might be super yeah. susceptible. Or she might be super susceptible. Well, in which case, she just you know Armitage wins anyway. Did kill a dog. So it's true. This is this this is a horror movie where no human dies. Mm. Yeah, I was so upset about the dog. Good stabbing I- scene though. <laughs> <laughs> she broke its neck. No, the boy stabbing her in the femur. Yeah. Oh yeah, she deserved that. <laughs> Oh, I'm my vote is going to be with Crazy Lady from this film because technically she's the most prolific killer out of the two of them. I mean, you could assume obviously Armitage has killed a lot off screen. Oh, actually, in saying that, I mean, it depends on whether you count the stuff and get out as killing the person or not by putting their brain hidden inside their body. But yeah, I'm going to go with the one that I think is mentally. So Amelia blocked. from Babadook. Yeah. I'm inclined to go with you simply because. She could still be acting and not conscious of it, and you know, not be susceptible yeah. to Armitage's hypnosis. Yeah, and- I, I think Armitage get, gains her power from like manipulation and control, and I think uh, Amelia from here isn't isn't even if she's 
feels like she's totally rational, there's a part of her that isn't. And she and could so, be raging yeah. out. Yeah. Wait, how did the mother die and get out again? Was she was she the one whose neck her neck was broken? By Kaluuya? I cannot remember specifically. Because I'm going to say if her neck was broken, well, I guess this mother has an advantage because she breaks necks. <laughs> so that, that's the the rock, paper, and scissors of the door, right? Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if we just want to Rochambeau this. Yep. Can... <laughs> also, if you take away the subtext, uh, this lady can summon a Babadook, so that's pretty good. I do well, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's nice. Uh, but maybe... Maybe Missy Armitage could then hypnotize the Babadook and use it. Put her brain in the Babadook. Well, that's terrifying. If she can see it. No, she can't put her brain into it. She can just knock it out. Because <laughs> she has. But have... then she could put her brain into it. That's the whole thing. That's weird. Everything's weird. <laughs> she knocks them out and prepares them yeah. to be susceptible for brain transplant. I'm going to go with the one from this film. Australia wins. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we had we had no horse in this race at all. It's fine. Yeah. Good on it. Well, yep, join us next week when we wrap up our horror movie series and then the week after when we move into the found footage series. Our spooktober oh, horror movie series. Actually, honestly, they've not been bad movies so far yet. Like I recommended- uh, That's why I did it, Seb, because I knew you were hating it, so I put a, a yeah. lot of quality horror movies on here. I recommended three for three, so four for four? Have we done four for four? Have we done four, four? so far? What have we done? Get out this one. We did. It follows. It follows. Was the it other just, one. Was it just it follows? No. Oh yes, it was. That was the first one. Oh, because we did snatch before that. That's yeah. Fine. So this is the yeah. th- this is number three. Yeah. So three for three, which is not bad considering I super hate all these things. <laughs> so I I am anticipating a a non recommend from you to let the right one in. But I like vampire movie movies. Anyway. I do. So I obviously haven't seen this one, so I might not like this you one. You do hate little girls. so I hate little anything. Mm. Kids, puppies. Oh. Literally. I'm kidding. Oh. I don't hate puppies. <laughs> Let the right one in. All kids. All kids. Yep. But it's, honestly, probably one of my favorite horror movie scenes of all time I'm, at the end. I'm putting it okay. down. If it's full of little kids and vampires, my movie baby is going to be The Lost Boys. <laughs> and then also... The Lost Boys from Hook. <laughs> That's what you're going to get. Lost Boys. Well, you, are, you, you heard it you here You're like first. a Hollywood producer who casts films before he even reads the script. <laughs> yeah. He's just, no, I need these people involved. They're in now. <laughs> people love Johnny Depp. Put him in my wizard movie. <laughs> Write a new part for him. Yep. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us, guys. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.